Yay. Hello. <laughs> Finally. Hello to everyone. Finally. Oh my god, this Welcome is so crazy. Welcome back to Raw Conversations It's been way too after. long. <laughs> yeah, I think it's literally been months. Like, it's yes. literally been months, right? Yes, it has That's been. That's crazy. We have yeah, been really well. very much non-consistent. We have not been productive. Well, we've we had <laughs> some problems. We've had some problems. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it was just like we had so many technical issues and then we kind of, at one point, I feel like we just gave up and now we found this new platform on which we're recording and I think it's going to be good. Hopefully, let's cross our fingers, guys, because we definitely want to keep this podcast going, so. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, fingers yes. across. Yes, so we actually recorded like a bunch of episodes before, like we had like, I don't know, four or something left that we were going to post and then the audio on my end was just fucked, like I don't really know how that happened, but it was really annoying. Then I didn't have any Wi-Fi because someone took like, basically the landlord took the router we couldn't get like a wi-fi subscription because i'm not a resident of croatia then we were trying to do it on the other wi-fi or whatever it wasn't working so we've had a long journey of bumps in the road but we're back at it again um hopefully <laughs> this is gonna yeah, be a good geez. one <laughs> i mean first of all happy 2022 um mm-hmm. literally like last time we recorded was in 2021 so I mean, I just feel like me and Queen also haven't been talking that much, so I think we're just going to catch up on this episode and kind of talk about, you know, things that have been happening. Like, Queen just got a puppy. I mean, she just gave it away. Um, I also have a lot of <laughs> updates on my end, so yes. I think this is just going to be a little chat. And I'm also mm-hmm. actually going um, skiing. Like, tonight I'm taking the plane to Spain, and I'm going to go to um, ski at this place called Sierra Nevada, so I'm really excited today and in a good mood. Um, and yeah. That's amazing. I didn't even know, did you know that? I didn't even know that you could go skiing in Spain. Like, I actually never considered Spain to be a country where you go skiing, but apparently you do. Yeah, well, they only have this place, like Sierra Nevada, which is in the south, Mm -hmm. kind of. And, you know, it's this mountain. And then I think there's another place in Madrid. But, I mean, it's not like a super known ski um, location. I mean, Sierra Nevada is quite known, but usually people would Mm -hmm. go to France or Switzerland or, um, you know, it's just like Sierra Nevada is a lot cheaper. And I feel like, I mean, I've never been, Mm -hmm. but... I'm definitely going to vlog as well, so you guys will be able to see that on my channel. So yeah, how's all of that going for you? Because I know you've been making a lot of TikToks, um, sorry, reels and (laughs) content creation and stuff. What about like YouTube? Have you, I mean, I feel like you haven't uploaded, right? Like, No, (laughs) so I had, like I've had actually some vlogs that are ready to be posted, but to be fair, I feel like I'm the type of person like I want to do something right or I don't want to do it at all. So those vlogs have just been waiting because I realized that I want to post something else. Like I don't really like I yes, yes, yes. At its finest. Like I mean they're really good. I'm still going to post them, but the the truth is that I want to post some more. I don't know, I like vlogs, but I feel like that's not the thing that's actually you know, really going to make me grow. And also that's bringing the message that I want to give to people. So I would like to do more sit down videos, but basically do like my vlog and sit down videos in one. So basically Mm -hmm. you have a lot of visual aspects of, you know, me recording when I'm in places. So I wouldn't record everything, but I would record like specific pieces of footage, but also me talking about certain subjects. Like I would love to talk a lot about like something that really came up for me that I think is so interesting is like dating life, you know, getting more in touch with your feminine energy, balancing out your masculine and feminine energy, like 
becoming more happy in life, becoming more confident. Like these are things that I really want to talk about. And I feel like with the videos that I had, like they were kind of a creative expression, but I wouldn't say that they made me the happiest to create. Like there were parts of it, especially when I was doing a voiceover or something and then com co compiling like different shots to make, to send a message. But overall, I think that changing directions is just going to make me a lot happier. And like I said, I don't like to just do something to do it. Like I want to do something yeah. because I truly feel That's like good. this is what I want to do. What about you? And I think it's it's also like if you do something because you love it and not just because you want to get it done. Like I think in the long term, you're going to be you know, more consistent and you will do it yes. more. Like, you know, the podcast, for instance, like now we are recording it, but we've been through so much shit with it. Like it was so hard for us to record um, considering mm -hmm. we're also in different countries and stuff, but we still made it work. And yeah, I mean, I feel like editing, you know, since I've been editing for a long time and I used to make videos before, like, I feel like I was thinking about this the other day, you know, finding your own style and just not just for videos, but for pictures, for content creation, for mm -hmm. even if you're in fashion or anything that you do artistically, Sometimes, you know, you have to go through a process to find what is Juanita or what is Quina? Mm -hmm. Like, who am I? Like, what is it that I want to put out there? And sometimes that takes trying a lot of different things. You know, for me, like today, while I was editing and yesterday, like I've implemented a few new, you know, styles of texts and like mm -hmm. ways of editing that I didn't really do before. And I'm just playing around to see, you know, what is it that I like? And the same thing with my pictures on my Instagram. Like, I feel like your style is a creative process that you have to go through and from one day to another you're not just gonna know like this is who i am this is what i do and yes. that's just you know that's yes. just life and i feel like that's kind of the beauty of it as well um so i'm i haven't really been uploading that much but i feel like i've been getting back into it and the video that i edited guys the london vlog that i'm gonna upload today is honestly like it is so good i feel like the viewer experience that you got from it it's funny it's like you really get to see into my life there's a whole lot of eating like all we do is eat food but i give you like reviews of restaurants and like it's honestly like you should watch it as well it is so mm. good in my opinion i really like put all my love in it and yeah i'm really glad that you're gonna you know kind of shift towards what you like because i think that's the most important so mm -hmm. yes it's so talks. interesting <laughs> so interesting because we also have like if you know, everyone has seen a piece of my content and a piece of Juanita's content. Like we have polar opposite styles when it comes to these things. And it's so interesting to also hear like, but we still have the same, I wouldn't say problems, but like the same things that we have to work through. So yeah. it's, it's so interesting to see like how that evolves, you know, and like playing around also consistency, you know, I think like, this is something that I read about before. Um, <laughs> who who is calling you? Are you? Yes, are you I'm here. Hello. A, are are you <laughs> getting a call from me, someone? I'll, I'll, <laughs> she's like, hello, hello, my her, child. <laughs> That's so funny. No, but um, I read this thing about consistency this morning. Like, I posted this thing on my story. Um, I think it was last <laughs> year, and it basically said that striving consistency is impossible because we all go through seasons. So unless your definition of consistency is doing what's right for you in the season that you're in, consistency mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. not achievable. And when I was reading that, I was like, that's so true because there's like different seasons that you go through as a person, you know, and like different seasons in the world. So it's like scientific, like energetic, all these things that 
we go through as people, like that the world goes through, we go through as people as well. So to expect that everything is always going to be the same and that we can get the same results, whether it be, you know, work related or relationships or like upkeeping the same productivity all the time, like all these things are basically impossible. So you're setting yourself up for failure when you think that's going to be the case. And then I think it's all about, you know, managing, like, how can I be consistent and productive without requiring myself to have that, you know, state of continuation, because there needs to be a break at one point. So to have a break and then look at your creative, you know, projects and to be like, okay, do I really like this? You know, kind of reiterating, what is my intention? What is my goal? And I feel like those breaks are so necessary in order for you to stay on the path that you desire, because I think it's so easy to get lost and just kind of go for what's trending, you know, what's going to get you the most, I don't know, views or likes or whatever. And essentially, I think that that might only be a short term gain that you get. And when you actually truly tap into your own creativity and the core of yeah. who you are, yes, authenticity, that's going to be something long term because you can upkeep that. Like if you just go for the trends and something that you don't really like, it's going to be hard to upkeep that because you're not going to be enjoying it. So this is something that was really interesting that came up for me. Yeah. I also feel like for me, for instance, like the moment, like how I learn who I am and also just become consistent is by creating more and then, you know, really knowing, okay, this is my authentic me. And when I know what I do, like when I know, okay, this is how I edit. This is because this is what I used to do before. At one Mm -hmm. point I reached a point where I knew this is how I edit my videos. And I had like my style, like it was the Juanita brand. And from that point, it was so easy to be consistent because I didn't even have to really think about, well, you know, how do I edit this or how, you know, it was like a habit basically. And and at that point it was so easy for me to be consistent. So that was really interesting. And now I'm still, you know, I'm trying to get back into that. And for me, that's really creating, 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 testing, testing. And I feel like at one point I'm just going to, you know, no um, develop my real own style so mm-hmm. yes um so other yes. exciting things that we should talk about um i <laughs> might be moving to dubai <laughs> i oh feel like God. i have to share this with you guys um so basically i've already talked to queen about this but for a long time now because i've been living in brussels belgium for the past 13 years of my life Um, and I was born in Estonia, but I've been living here for pretty much my whole life. Like you have in the Netherlands, you know, it's like kind of my hometown and Mm -hmm. I've talked a lot to Queena because I've had many mental breakdowns about this, but I am, you know, really considering. And in fact, I will be going to Dubai in October of this year, um, when the apartment, when my apartment lease is over. And, you know, this is something that I want to talk about as well, because this is something that I think everyone can identify with. Because first of all, moving out from your hometown where you grow up in, I think that is one of the most important things in someone's life, pretty much. Because it's the moment that you break out of your little cocoon and you're out on your own because you have experienced this. You know, you I have traveled a lot, you know, but you did move to Croatia like two years ago from the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was a big thing for you to do. So... I do want you to kind of share your experience through that. Like how She's like, give did me, it feel? Give me some Where tea. are you now? <laughs> yeah, um, just explain like how that was because it was major. Like, Yeah, it's really weird to move away from your hometown because it's like everything you've ever known, everyone that you've ever known. But for me, to be fair, 
it was so easy to do it because I was so sick of being in the same place, doing the same thing over and over again. And I feel like it's really hard to break out of your cycles when you're in the place that you grew up in, because it's, it's so ingrained yeah. and so integrated, oh you know, this is like when you're living in your own country and then there's like a bunch of places that you could visit that people that are tourists go to, but you never go to because it's your home country and you were born there. So I think that the moment you go somewhere else, you have the opportunity to explore and yeah. beyond you know like just exploring different places or sightseeing like i think that going to a new place gives you the opportunity to explore more within yourself and to put yourself in you know discomfort so that you can actually grow because i think yeah. when i made that decision to move away i was i was not sure what was going to happen i was not sure how it was going to go i was really going off on just an intuitive feeling of you know i need a new place i need a new environment but I think that over the last two years, it has changed me tremendously. Yeah. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah. I Jesus. am. It's like day and night, you know, when I look it's back at crazy. who I was when I was living in the Netherlands. Like I was so I, I kind of felt like I was in my own way, you know, like I wanted to do all these things and I had all these aspirations and I wanted to, you know, go out and thrive and, you know, to grow within myself. But I, w I want to say, like, I think your growth, your personal development, your um, the way you thrive is not determined by a certain country that you live in or an environment, but you can you can definitely make it easier when you move somewhere else. Like the opportunity to grow yeah. is right in front of you when you're in a different place because you have no other choice but when you're in your home country you have another like choice and that choice zone. is the known choice you know so you are exactly. obviously going to do that so like, i think it's literally like when you put yourself not just in terms of going to another country and like going to live in another place but like anything we do like our life and every day we live is made up of little habits um that we don't even think about anything anymore we just do um, we just mm -hmm. operate, you know, like a little robot. Um, and so I think when you are going to a new place, you kind of rethink all those patterns of habits that you have and you have all of these new things that come up. And I think that's really exciting. And obviously, so my plan is to go to Dubai um, for two or three months initially. And then, you know, I'm going to see what happens and, you know, maybe I'll settle there. Maybe I'll come back to Belgium or somewhere else. I honestly don't know. I just feel like I have to throw myself out there and you know Dubai is a very very scary but also very exciting place because I think it's you know when you see it from social media because I've never been it just seems so extravagant and it seems like there's you know a lot of business people a lot of creative people and at the same time it's very scary because it's you know it's a really big city it's it's just really different from here and also mm -hmm. you know I'm gonna be there by myself I don't really know many people there I'm just gonna go alone and that's you know, crazy. And I'm, I feel like I'm more excited than scared. It's just, you know, mm. I'm really excited. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, I've kind of always wanted to get out of Belgium. It's just been, you know, I feel like this is what I tell everyone. I don't feel like I'm stimulated here anymore. And I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know if I've ever been, but right now I'm not in an environment where I feel stimulated. I also, you know, this quote one where they're like, if you're the smartest person, smartest person in the room, you're in, you're the, in the room. room. And I'm not, yeah. I don't take that quote literally as in you're the smartest, but I just feel like I'm not around people that have, you know, that are going towards bigger things and that have extreme ambition. I just mm -hmm, don't feel mm -hmm. that around me, like that energy. And I really need that because that, 
you know, I'm very competitive as well. And here I don't even feel like I have that competition. I don't feel like I have anyone where I'm like, oh my God, I want to be like them. I don't have that here. I literally, maybe there's like one or two people or whatever, but in the general, you don't have that Mm -hmm. here. So I Mm -hmm. am someone that definitely needs that. And, you know, yeah, just going somewhere new is going to be an interesting experience. (laughs) It's really, really nice. It's so nice because you, I think you also make all of these new friendships and you're like getting, I think it's also you get used to being alone or more comfortable being alone. And I think being alone is like medicine, you know, it's something that we need. Like Mm -hmm. I love being alone already. Like I know like I like it because I I do so many things, you know, I'm someone who occupies, is that a word myself? Like Mm -hmm. I have a lot of activities, although sometimes obviously people can get lonely, you know, but that's not something that scares me. It's just... I don't know what scares me actually nothing i don't know i'm not that scared mm-hmm. it's just no it's, it's it's really exciting and you know this was interesting because this was like a decision that i made like three weeks ago or something i was like okay i'm gonna do this but i think in the back of my mind it's been something that's been brewing you know the fact that i do want to leave this country and the fact that i am really attracted to dubai like that's been there's been a development of liking towards dubai in the past like year or two you know because remember i told you like i want to go there for my birthday and stuff and yeah i even before like i wanted to go i don't know if you remember but it's been a journey and yeah it's gonna be a journey and uh, i hope you will fucking visit me (laughs) of course every time someone is like you know some people have told me you should move to dubai and then i'm like no that's more juanita than it is me (laughs) this is like my answer every time yeah um, I mean, I feel like in a way, like the thing is people see it super like superficial and it is really like extravagant and very luxurious. I I just don't know it too well yet. So I'm sure there's Mm -hmm. parts that are a bit more low key. Like there's also Abu Dhabi. That's also really like attractive to me, but Mm -hmm. I just have to go. I don't know enough about it yet. I can't really say anything, but to me, it looks really interesting. And it's also like the safest, one of the safest places in the world, which was really shocking to me. Like people say that you can Mm -hmm. leave your phone. You know, I told you on at a cafe or in a bar and you can go to the toilet and come back and your phone is still going to be there. To me, that is just mind blowing. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that is really good. That's, you know, and it's because they're really strict and stuff, but yes. yeah. So There's like I a am punishment. very excited. Yeah. Yes. And I think that once, you know, the thing that you just mentioned about not being scared, really, I think that once you know what's right for you, you can be nervous, but you're not really going to be scared. Like when I came to Croatia, yes, I was nervous, but I wasn't scared. Like I was like, I was excited, you know, I was excited and nervous and that was all. And I was like, you know what, whatever is going to come, I'll fucking roll with it. (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, you feel like you're like, what's the worst that can happen anyways? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I can die. But when, <laughs> literally, when you went to Croatia, did you go with the mindset of, okay, I'm going to go there for like two months? Or was it like, I'm going to go live there? Because I don't really remember. So cause... at first I was like, I'm going to go here for three months. But then after the three yeah, months, okay. I was like. <laughs> so that's you know. my thing right now. I'm like, you know, yeah, two, three months. But it's also because obviously if I want to stay there, I'm going to have to get a visa because it's not a European mm-hmm. country. So that means then that means like literally setting, like settling there. So that's maybe why I'm like, okay, two, three months. Mm-hmm. And obviously to see if I like it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. that you're going to figure it out quite fast. You know, like I knew yeah, quite fast that I like Croatia. I also know, you know, that there's something new awaiting me. Like maybe And it's not even, I think it's not even like liking the country itself in a way. I think mm-hmm. it's, liking how the country makes you feel yes how do you feel in that environment because 
you and I, for instance, in the same place, we can have such different experiences, experiences. you know. That is yes. also really I mean, we also had yeah. that in Croatia, you know, where it was like, like, I stayed here and you didn't you went back to Brussels and I think that's also like I I think we like different environments like I'm definitely more of the peaceful seaside chill vibes you know I don't need a lot of interaction in order to be satisfied I feel like you like the more yeah. active you know like I mean, lively yeah heart that beating is true. cities yes like I do want a city where I feel like there's a lot of dynamicness yes how do you say that dynamics dynam like yeah but i think it's just dynamic yeah but at the same time when i do think about my life there and i think you know i feel like we all kind of when we're gonna move somewhere we envision what our morning routine is gonna look like or you know this is what i'm gonna do when i wake up and for me i you know really see it as peaceful for some reason because i'm like there's the Mm. beach there's like the vibe it has like because i watched this girl her name is Diana. I'm kind of obsessed with her. Her vlogs um, are amazing. Diana Shikani on YouTube. And she moved there and she's been going there for a while. And, you know, it just seems really peaceful in a way. And obviously it's not mm-hmm. peaceful like if you would be in a farm or if you would be at a beach place where there's no one. Like there's a lot of people in Dubai, but a lot of mm-hmm. traffic and stuff. But when you are in those places like the beach or, you know, the desert, like I feel like there's a lot of beauty to that. And I don't know. I mean... Yeah, like yes, variety. I do like dynamic cities though. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but also for me, like the sun, you know, because it's so sunny there and the warmth that gives me like peace. Here, mm-hmm. the grayness and the rain, you know, it. I need that sun, and to me, that's gonna be like peaceful. So mm-hmm. that's kind of really what I want. But it is true that yes, we're different in that sense that you like. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't have stayed in Croatia. I think I just don't really. I don't know. I mean, I like it. I just don't think I could have you know lived there, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I lived there technically for a few months, you know. Yes, um, yes. It was like, what? But Five? Yeah. Yeah, it was a while. But what are I you, I mean, like, it's also different in summer and winter. It is different, definitely. Yeah, I haven't really been there in winter. I mean, I was there in March and stuff like that. February, you March. would hate it in winter. I know, for sure, yeah, no. for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I probably wouldn't <laughs> love it. Um, are you envisioning to like stay there now for the rest of the year or do you have any plans to like, uh, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm just going to go wherever life takes me, wherever life takes me for now. It's like you don't good have to any... know. I think for summer it will be good, but I don't know what's going to yeah. happen afterwards. Cause you were thinking of Portugal and stuff. Is that like not? A yes. Plan well, that was because I was in a relationship <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> for like I mean, a month. It was. I no, I like, like Portugal. Plan. Maybe, maybe we just have to see mm-hmm. like what is gonna happen here, like when it's gonna happen, how everything is gonna look. I feel like it's very hard for me right now to say like I'm gonna do this then, because mm-hmm. I'm just in a place where like I don't really feel the need to change I mean, I anything. Think, yeah, but it's because I think you know in a way like you have kind of settled down, like you have your three bedroom apartment, you have bought yes. much furniture, like you have your dog, like. You know, and you can also stay like this. And then if you, in a few years, mm-hmm. do feel like you want to move, like, you don't have to move. It's just for me, I feel yes, like there yes, is yes. a discomfort in being here. I don't feel... Yes. You know what and I mean? And that's different, like, you know? When yeah. you're not... Com- like, when you're not happy somewhere anymore. Like, when you feel like you have just taken everything out of the place that you can't take out of it. I, I don't you're even like, think I need I'm not, new. like, happy. I just think I'm not, like... I'm not fulfilled because... Yes, yes, yes. You know, as I said, like, I don't feel stimulated and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like if you are totally happy right now and, like, fulfilled for now and 
you know you just mm-hmm. said you don't really feel like you need to change anything like that's also totally fine and i think that's actually a yes. really good thing like that's what i want that's why i want to you know go somewhere that's what mm-hmm. we're all chasing i guess um i mean i would love to travel yeah. more like i feel like that's definitely yeah. something that's lacking from my experience yes, right now true. but at the same time i also really can't be fucked to bother with you know like figuring out what i can do where seeing as this is not a topic that I want to branch out to, but I'm not vaccinated. So it would be a little <laughs> bit complicated um, to just, you know, plan my itinerary and stuff and like get tested everywhere and all those types of things. So Croatia is fine. It's chill. There's lots of things to see inside the country as well. Like Split is completely different than Zagreb. There's the islands. There's Dubrovnik. There's, you know, Zadarieka. Like there's so many places that you can go to here that are way different from each other. So it really allows you to feel like you're in a different country every time. So that's good. in the country, we'll probably travel a lot. I would love to get a van still, you know, there's still on my plans. But I mean, yeah, I was going to ask you, like, what is one of your, well, I know you don't use the word goals, but one is, what is, you know, one of your (laughs) aspirations this year? (laughs) Intentions. And yeah, so the van is something that you've been wanting to do for a while. So you should definitely do it. I mean, I think it's going to come like whenever it's the perfect time you know like i think that's gonna come to fruition when it's the time for me to be moving around a lot more um i also think i i would need to be mentally prepared to be you know like just busting around all the time because i'm someone that really likes the consistency of living in one place and that's also why you know i never really did the digital nomad thing where you go from one place to another to another to another like that just makes me unhappy i would say like unfulfilled (laughs) um but i don't know i would love to do that at one point and also just what i really want to do this year is just make sure that i'm aligning myself with everything you know that i love to do so like finding the right path for myself in terms of work like right now i'm working in marketing and social media management you know and that's really awesome like i really like it and i enjoy my job and i feel like it's aligned with who I am, but I feel like there's more that I can be doing. So I really want to, I can I guess kind of push myself to be like, okay, let's do something bigger than start a couple of businesses, you know, try a couple of new things, invest some money, uh, you know, challenge myself in a way to be at least healthier, happier, more satisfied, more fulfilled, more, you know, Mm-hmm. I guess generally content with everything that I'm doing in my life than I was last year. Yeah. Even though last year was a great year for me, you know, like I had mm-hmm. many ups and downs yeah. and everything, you know, fell into place perfectly as it should have. So I'm happy about that. And I'm really proud of myself for all the things that I've done. And the only intention that I have, I think this year is to just be better than last year. Yeah, that's that's good. Um, I mean, same, like I feel like last year for me was good um but you know every every week you just want it to be even better and for me I feel like especially when I'm gonna go to Dubai and I feel like there's just gonna be radical change and even now you know I Mm -hmm. am starting my clothing brand um there's a lot of challenges that have come along the way with that as well you know even just money wise and stuff and I'm also Mm -hmm. learning to make my own money and manage my own money and something that's really big for me I mean I've already talked about this but um and I also have no problem like talking about it here on the podcast but you know, I am still financially supported by my parents, well, by my mother. And that's something like, Kuna, I've told you so many times, but it's something that in a way like bothers me because I'm like, 
I kind of, how I see myself as someone who's like super independent and, you know, I want to do my own things. And like, I feel like me taking still money, although I'm only 20, you know, I feel like that's to, mm-hmm. like completely normal and I go to uni and everything. But for some reason, I just want to detach from that. And maybe it's also related to other things, you know, in my relationship mm-hmm. with my mother and how I grew up and maybe even traumas, you know, I don't know. And other things in the past. Um, but, you know, the thing is, when I go to Dubai, like it was like we did have a talk and it was like, OK, like when you go there, especially if you decide to live there, like you are on your own. And that's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not even that scary to me because I always know, like, I can make it work. I know I have skills. I know I'm confident. I know I can get a job, I'm sure, pretty easily even because I feel like I do have some qualifications and stuff. Um, But Mm -hmm. I feel like that's going to be a moment for me where my life is just going to change completely because I feel like it's going to empower me so much. You know, like, you know how I am, you know, I'm so... I feel like that's going to be radical and I'm really excited for that. Like, I don't mind even taking a job, although I'm going to have like two businesses that I'm running and my podcast and YouTube. Like, I feel like I can just take it all on and I'm mm-hmm. ready, you know? Um, but yeah, I feel like that's a, it's an important discussion because it's like, you know, money is important and you do have to live somewhere and you have to support yourself. And mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes I think it's also um, my, my kind of guilt or this bad feeling of having to take money from my mom is like, I think it comes from comparing myself to very successful young entrepreneurs on social media. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and I think that's really, it's really sad because I think it's normal to still, you know, get support from your parents at a young age. Like, that's just how it is. And mm-hmm. um, when I see, you know, a 22-year-old that just raised $5 million for the company or I see they live in these lavish mansions or I see TikTokers who are literally so much younger than me that are making so much money, like, even though I know, like, you know, that's fine. In, in, in this, like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, why, like, am I not like this? And then I put all this guilt on myself because I'm an ENFJ. Yeah. So I put, I'm like a perfectionist. I put so much guilt on myself. I'm, I, I just want to be the best version of myself possible. And then all this guilt. And I'm like, dude, like, why am I not there yet? And I'm like, you're not working enough. And it's just so much pressure all the time. And I feel like that's also what I don't want anymore. And that's why I know if I move somewhere else, especially Dubai, there's so many opportunities and I'm going to be able to break out. So for me, this year is all about breaking out of that cocoon. Um, And I feel like it's going to be so good for me, like so good, you know, even Mm -hmm. for my businesses and everything, Um, because, you know, my business is making money. It's just not at a point yet where, you know, it can sustain me financially and also my clothing brand you know there's going to be so much investment needed because you know launching a clothing brand is, is a lot you need to invest a lot of money into it's it expensive and stuff and material it girl <laughs> yeah, no, it's expensive um it's expensive yes yeah, so that's kind of my main thing that i think about and you know at the same time i'm just trying to grow do my stuff uh, but it's it's a challenge. And then I remind myself, you know, how many people my age are really doing what I do and trying to do what I'm doing, you know? And, and then I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, maybe Juanita, you are doing good. Um, but this like self guilt, like trip, like always making yourself feel guilty is the most awful thing. And I read this book about, it's called um, The Five High, High Five Habit by Mel Robbins. And mm-hmm. she's like, you know, saying in the book how we always like praise, like give praise to our friends. And we're like, you know, you don't have to feel sad, like, you're the best, like, you're so good, don't worry, everything's gonna be okay, and it's, like, we always talk like this to other people to support them, you know, to our friends or family, but we never talk to ourselves like that, like, when do you tell Mm -hmm. yourself, like, I'm gonna be okay, I'm the best, like, um, you know what I mean, like, 
we just talk shit to ourselves. I mean, I try to like mm. talk, you know, good to myself, but I feel like most people don't treat themselves as well as they should. Mm-hmm. So self-love and self-encouragement yes. this year, bitch. <laughs> I know. It's like the internal conversations that you're having with yourself. They're so important. Like oftentimes we actually, I would say don't pay enough attention to it. Um, because the only thing that we're monitoring are, is basically what we externalize. Like we're like, oh, if I'm just thinking it, you know, it's not going to hurt me because I'm not saying it. So that means that it's not going to have any impact. But even if you're just thinking mm-hmm. it, it's going to be so impactful. Like it's the same thing with yeah. when like judgment, let's say it can be judgment for yourself, but even judgment to other people is judgment to yourself because you're judging an aspect of yourself that would do the same thing as they are doing. So true. So it's really interesting to see, you know, when we judge other people for doing something, usually it's just a projection of something that is going on inside of us. And I think it's so hard to change that internal conversation that you're having with yourself but it's also so necessary because the moment that you change the way that you talk to yourself you change the way that you look at yourself you change the way that you treat yourself you know all these things are like a domino effect and then essentially you just become a happier person because you don't literally break yourself down and like tear yourself down and cuss at yourself whenever something is going wrong but you come at yourself with compassion um That is so it's important. Really, it's really, really important. And, and I also it's think really that... It's hard, though. But Yes. Like, because we're it, on the hard. internet, you know? We see all these people mm-hmm. and we're like, the world has become so much smaller. We're thinking about, oh, this, you know, 18-year-old that just made so much money. Or like this TikTok, I don't know, famous person that now is a celebrity or whatever. But it's just the same shit with a different amount of money they also have problems you know they probably also talk to themselves like they're pieces of shit so at the end of the day like we're all facing this journey and we're all facing this conflict that we have to resolve you know like we all have to do the inner work we all have to take care of ourselves and when it comes to like money you know like being supported not being supported honestly i think that as long as you're determined to do what is best for you you will achieve whatever it is that you want no matter what stage you're at now as long as you have that vision that perspective that desire you know the drive to go further i think that your now state should not matter as long as the vision of who you could be is in your head yes 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 that's that's what i tell myself every day i'm like i'm doing all that i can you know i'm doing the best that i can like and Mm -hmm. I feel like that's also what pushes me right now. And it's, you know, in a way it's good. It's good fuel. It's good stress. You know, it's like, that's what pushing me. I'm like, and yeah, I mean, there's a whole conversation around this as well, but people who do come from more money, you know, when you do have that money already, um, you maybe don't have that financial, you know, how do you say like drive, like the desire to establish yourself financially. Yes. So, and that's fine, you know, because in a way, like, yes, you're already sat for life. Like, that's, you know, good. But then those people, like, I'd be have so have fucking bored, though. Them. So bored. So bored. Well, yeah, but then bored. that's what I'm saying. Like, you would have to have something else that is pushing you. Um, yeah. Like, and, intrinsic or extrinsic motivation of some sort. Yeah. Because I feel like for me, yes, it's about the money in a way. Like, I'm not going to lie to you because it's like, like, I want to have a good life. Like, you know, I want to be able to give my kids everything that they need in terms of, you know, everything. I want to, 
live life like in a really nice way and I do feel like money does help you do that and um Mm -hmm. obviously it's like money and then it's connected to happiness and stuff but you know I do think like what if I would come from a family that has a lot of money and I would have that money and I would be set like would I want to do the same things I'm doing now like you know what I mean that's just an interesting Mm. conversation it's like Mm. Oh my God. You know, this is something that I think about often also with aspirations of being a mom at one point, you know, if I'm going to have a lot of money, I'm probably not actually going to do what a lot of rich people do with their kids, where they give their kids a lot of money, because I've realized Mm -hmm. that, um, the way that I grew up and the way that I was raised, yes, it was like a lot of pressure to like establish myself and to make my own money and whatever. But it also taught me many, many things. Like that shit pushed me out of my comfort zone so hard that I had to make it happen, you know? I had no other choice but to make it happen. So I think if I would make a lot of money, when I will make a lot of money, I'm definitely not going to be supporting my kids, but they can always come if they are in need of something, you know? Like if it's like necessities or maybe they're in trouble or they can't pay their rent this month obviously I'm going to be there to support them but honestly I don't think I would be financially Mm -hmm. like supporting them throughout whatever like that's just not what I Mm -hmm. personally see as the best thing for the kids that I want to raise in the future and this is something that like a lot of people have so many different opinions about too you know it's so interesting I mean that's like Because it's like once you are at that stop and you do have those kids and they are, you know, whatever age they are. um, And, you know, there's so many circumstances that just can come into all of this. You know, maybe you already have a super successful kid who is a TikTok famous star and they end up giving you money. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There could be so many scenarios. And yeah, Mm -hmm. for me, I just know that how I see it is like if I do have kids, I probably will. Um, I want to just empower them and I want them to, first of all, be able to do Dude, I can't believe this combo turned into how we want to raise our kids. <laughs> I know. It's very interesting. We've never had that conversation. <laughs> we have never had this. This is a very raw conversation. We've never had this. Like, we're having this first time ever with you guys on. But, yes. yeah, I just want to feel like I want to, first of all, you know, just empower them and let them do truly what they want to do because... I don't know. I feel like a lot of parents put their old dreams that they didn't realize on their kids. And yes, that's yes, just awful, yes. in my opinion. Like I don't like that. Yeah. I also don't want to project. Well, I mean, my... I also don't want to have old dreams. You know, I want to actually oh, do whatever yeah. the fuck I want to do. Exactly. Like, this is, you know, I did all yeah. my things. Like, there's nothing that you True. have to fulfill for me. Exactly. And I don't want to put any yeah. of my negative emotions on them. And I don't want to, you know, I... The trauma... yeah exactly and you know I feel like it's easy to say those things now because I know that once you have kids especially if you know you have a lot of them or you know whatever the circumstances might be like sometimes it can be hard and I feel like raising a child is a whole other universe that me and Quina like we don't know anything about that I mean we both have quite a lot of siblings so we know it's maybe Mm -hmm. a little bit difficult sometimes it's crazy but it's it's gonna be interesting but that's already like the next step before that there's like so many steps and that's exciting like we're so young that really excites me you know oh my god yes this is crazy like to think about it it's (laughs) crazy I know um but, but like, yeah. do you do you a hundred percent think like that you want to have children? That's like already for you. It's like a yes, right? Yeah, I've never really like when I was younger, I didn't want to have kids, but yeah. I was just young and I thought kids were annoying. Um, I would love to adopt. <laughs> actually, this is something that is very high on my 
that's like really want cute. to do yeah. list like that's i would good. really love to adopt but we'll see how it goes you know like i'm also i kind of want some to birth some babies but on the other hand i'm kind of like feeling about the way about babies that i feel about adopting dogs you know there's already so many out there like why would i Mm-hmm. Then again, you know, to have a curly-haired Quina running around a, a mini-me, that, that's That's cute. really cute. <laughs> I think it's also just that, I mean, we're not going to get into this because I, I cannot even, but the whole birthing experience, kind don't of even very, kind of beautiful. That. I don't yeah, want to talk well, about I, that. But that's, you know, it's something that people don't talk about because it's, and I, I don't know shit about it, to be honest. I mean, I guess I know the main idea of it, but it's beautiful. Like, if you just think about the fact that... Beautiful said, and painful. This is like asking myself to have my period every month, you know? Like, can you please come, period, <laughs> please? Well, the good thing yeah. about being pregnant is that you're not going to have your period for nine months, so that's, you know... Like, another thing that really, you know, in this whole thing is... Like, I watched this documentary once, and it was kind of saying why women make less money than men. And one of the mm-hmm. main things is, like, the fact that they do have to leave work while they're pregnant at one point or not not while yeah. they're pregnant while after like you know maternity leave or whatever um and that that really impacted and there's something with women having the baby and taking mm, kind of i mean women will take a bit more care of the baby because they literally feed the baby like the dad as well also maternal instincts you know like yeah, there's like, paternal you know, instinct instincts but it's like completely different than yeah as a woman so just the fact of thinking that I am going to be taking care of this baby while my partner will be, you know, working. It's just weird. I feel like it's a very feminine idea. And yeah. I don't, I've never seen myself as someone super feminine. And so it's really weird to see myself <laughs> like that right now. I just don't, you know what I mean? I don't see that. Like, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Interesting. Well, it's we'll funny see. because even though I, f- I consider myself to be quite a feminine person, like I still have a hard time comprehending. Also... I actually did this test. Um, it's like about feminine archetypes. It's basically about some different archetypes that we have as women, you know? So even if mm-hmm. we're feminine or not feminine, like there are many ways to be feminine. There's not just True. one way. Yeah. Um, so there's like the mother, the mystic, the sage, like the seductress or the Ooh. lover, you know, like they're all different archetypes. And that? I have to send it to you. I was doing some research because this is what I want to do a lot of YouTube videos on as well. Um, but the mother for me is the, oh no, the queen is the lowest percentage. And then in the, the third of my percentages is the mother. I feel like I haven't fully like integrated that because I don't know, I'm used to taking care of myself. You know, I like taking care of other people, but I feel like I don't really have those natural instincts that have like progressed yet into taking care of others. Like for me, I do feel like I love taking care of other people. You know, and I'm an ENFJ. Mm -hmm. I have so much empathy and I love, I love taking care of people. It's one of my favorite things, you know, in a way. Like I love, I love that. But when I think, uh, I don't know. I feel, when I do feel, like, when I do look at myself taking care of my children and doing all these things for them, I do see that there's just other parts of the traditional way to have children and all this. Maybe I'll adopt. I mean, we'll see. I don't even know. But you have to send me that test because I'm really, next time on next episode, on the next episode, we can talk about my results as well and compare. We can talk about tests. Like, we should, I have to do the, um, what is yeah. it? Personality traits test. Personality type, you know. I feel like we should, yeah, we should dedicate a whole episode to different types of tasks, like personality type tasks and 
the test you just talked about and i'm sure there's a lot of other tests i think it's so interesting and we should definitely do like a whole episode about all the tests and different things because i feel like that shit is so interesting like i've done so many of these tests like also i've done the bdsm test there's actually one it's like um your sexuality type like it basically it goes into if you're energetic if you're uh sensual if you're kinky or whatever like there are different types of things like it's quite interesting because it kind of tells you what kind of um what stimulates you sexually and then the bdsm test obviously is just like are you dominant submissive what kind of shit do you like um in terms of like rope play or whatever then there's you know the feminine archetypes which is really interesting because i think there's this idea of what the feminine is and the idea of what the feminine is is basically based on the archetype of the lover and the lover is just one of the many archetypes that there are but it's basically the primary archetype that everyone has inside of them that we base femininity on so it's like the sensual you know like i don't know i guess very feminine aspect of who we are Mm -hmm. as people but and that is present in everyone and it's like one of the main things that also empowers your other archetypes. So let's say if you are, you should be, let's say what they say in the test, like 70% of the lover in combination with everything else that you are. So for me, it's the mystic and the lover, you know? So mm-hmm. those two, like they empower each other and they really help you thrive as a woman. So it's really interesting to also see what your results are going to be because I think those so, things like, and the concept the of femininity, like? you know? What were the questions? It was a lot about like how you want, how you nurture, how you care about yourself, whether you're more introspective or uh, like extra, like introspective or not. Or if, you know, you feel like you um, define like yourself with a lot of like masculine things, like a Mm. go-getter, like there's actually a feminine archetype that is like that. And it's called the huntress or the sage like both of these are very you know go-getters but it's still feminine and this is the thing that i think is so that is you know something that yes it's it's really 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 interesting i'm I'm gonna be doing a lot of videos on this so i'm gonna be sending you all of the ones that relate to you (laughs) so that you can nice but all right yeah we will also that. link really our YouTube that. channels in the description of wherever you're listening yes. to this because we both are going to be uploading. So if you do want to check it out, yes. please yes, do. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, that sounds really interesting. I feel like, you know, I think you're obviously more into these things than I am. Like, I don't know as much about them, but mm-hmm. when you talk about them, like, it does sound extremely interesting. And I am, like, super curious to read more about it and stuff because, I don't know, mm-hmm. I just, I feel like anything that I can take, like, tests or anything to kind of just read and learn. They're so and fun, If right? that reflects <laughs> toward, yeah, if, if it shows kind of more of who I am, I am all for that. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. I feel like when you read something, when you've taken a test, you know, you read things and you're like, is this really me? Like, you're just constantly mm-hmm. analyzing, like, is this me? Is this me? And then at one point you're like, wait, this actually makes sense. And then you kind of realize new things about yourself that you didn't even kind of consciously know before. And I think that's mm-hmm. so powerful. Like, I love that so much. Um, it's just like the personality type for me, like it's really made me grow because I always am like, yeah, like I really am an ENFJ, ENFJ you know, like mm-hmm. it's been crazy interesting so next episode that's what we're gonna do guys we're gonna talk about all types of tests and that's gonna be really interesting wow i'm excited Mm -hmm. i'm very excited let's fucking go yes dude but 
I think, you know, that kind of concludes our catch-up episode, our getting back into the shits. Like, we'll be recording a lot more. We'll be coming on here, you know. We're going to be kicking each other's asses and be like, let's fucking go, lady. Let's go. Let's go. We have yeah, to go. Yeah, I so mean, I think gonna we're, be like, super... Yes, we're, we're super excited to record and to just really do this on a more consistent basis because we do really love this and we mm-hmm. do see everyone that listens to the podcast. We do see you. We are very, very thankful for all the listeners. And guys, we will see you in the next episode. I am going to go pack now because I have not packed shit. So let me go do That's that. So and <laughs> you go do that, lady. Yeah. You have a good day, my love, and everyone listening. I wish you guys the best day or night, whatever it is. And yeah, love you. See you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.